Rebellious Studio presents the Mind Body Podcast with your host, Maria Angelova. Hi, Rebels. Welcome to the Mind Body Podcast, your rebellious podcast with me, your host, Maria. We are going to talk all about a strong body, calm mind, healing, and fully living. And there is a special treat in for you today. We've got our special girl, Dana Davis. Hello, Hello Dana. How are you? I'm so excited to be able to uh, be with you today, Maria. This is so Excellent. Your platform, what you're doing. I mean, thank you for inviting me. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you. Thank you. I really appreciate you being here. I have to say, Dana, we started as colleagues and then clients. And I have to say now I'd say friends, confidants, right? (laughs) Right members. And, you know, one of the things I was talking to somebody today about the journey of entrepreneurship. I think one of the best aspects of it is meeting phenomenal people, people who have different stories, fantastic energy, are passionate, driven into about what they love. And I mean, you'll feed that to the pot. (laughs) You know, what's really interesting about that is there are times in our journey, even at the beginning of the journey, we just felt alone. I'm sure you can relate to that, you know, because we were not surrounded by entrepreneurs who really understood the journey, right? So to be able to meet like-minded folks, even though we're all around different topics and different areas of business and different areas of life and coaching and everything, there's still that common piece of us that can relate to, you know, the struggles, to the fight, to the motivations, to, you know, the eagerness, everything that comes along, the excitement that comes along with being an entrepreneur. So you are absolutely correct when you say that. It is hands down one of the best feelings to be able to find your, you know, your people. <laughs> we are each other's people. <laughs> your tribe, your people, your you know, the people who celebrate you and cheer you when it's not going so great, they can say, you got this, keep going, right? Right. The people who can understand your struggles, right? Because sometimes it's hard to explain to somebody who is not on the same journey what you're going through. And, you know, people would ask me, see if you can relate to that. Like, why are you doing this to yourself? And I'm like, doing this to myself? Like, I'm, I'm kind of happy, you know, it just bumps on the road that sometimes are challenges, you know, and there are lessons in them and there are growth opportunities, but it's, it's an incredible journey. Right, right. And it can be compared to so many things that are considered norms in most people's lives. However, you know, entrepreneurship, if you don't get it, you don't get it, which is why we, they have us, right? <laughs> to get That's it. Exactly <laughs> right. That's exactly right. All right. So Dana, let's start with the question I always ask. Give me three words that describe you and a little bit of a story behind each one. Oh, okay. So I think the first word you know, I, I think is energizing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I've been told, and now I truly believe that I walk into a room and there's energy. There's energy, and I'm really conscious about the energy I give, and I want to be able to energize, right? So when I walk into a room, when I'm at, on, on a call, when I'm interacting with people, I'm always conscious of my energy and what I'm putting into the atmosphere because I know that I am a strong energy in the most positive way, but I also could be a strong energy in the wrong way. So being mindful of that, which is like my second word, 
being, I'm a very mindful person. I try my best to connect to all of my emotions, whether I want to or not. <laughs> That's a whole different topic. Well, eight-hour show, right? Um, <laughs> but, you know, I'm mindful of others and their experiences. And I think that that has helped, uh, you know, me with my character as well, you know, just knowing that I'm not here alone and everything and everything that I do and I put out in the atmosphere has a direct effect on someone else. So have being mindful. And then I would say, and I think you and I are both sharing this, I'm so spicy, right? You know, you, you think about spice, spice isn't really heat, right? But it's enough to awaken the senses. I think there's you know? some heat there, Dana. Oh, yeah, there's some heat there. Yeah, there's some heat. But not enough to burn, just enough to really awaken, you know. And I think that, that I, I definitely have some spice. That is a perfect example. So I'm mindful. Um, I am definitely spicy and I am energizing as well. So you know, the first word that you say, energizing, and speaking about vibes and the vibes that we give out makes me think about attitude. I was having a conversation just this week about somebody. And something happened, really wasn't a, a big deal, but he was taking, he was getting very worked up about it. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, sometimes all you have to do is switch your attitude. And he kind of looked at me like, what? And I was like, you know, if you don't make it a big deal, it's really not going to be a big deal. But if you just want to snowball it and make it a huge deal, you can do that. And I, I think attitude is such a powerful thing. The energy that we give out is such a powerful thing. And I think sometimes we forget that we have a choice. There you go. Right. And you're mindful, right? So mindful about the energy you give out. That is so powerful. Yeah. I love that you said, you know, we have a choice. Because sometimes I think we just forget that we have those choices, that we don't have to. And attitude, to talk about attitude for a second, it has this negative. Mm -hmm. if you talk about someone's attitude you should you should shift your attitude your thought it automatically goes to the next you can you can probably survey everyone um what about an attitude what makes an attitude and then you know it's not always the most positive thing and that's because most people associate having to change their attitude with being better or behaving better and it's not really about that it's just about how you think and you know what you're thinking about certain things what is your attitude towards that particular thing you know, and being able to identify that. So you gave me some great advice um, to just switch up. I don't know if it was heard right away, but I'm sure, you know, that they're thinking about it right now. Like, you know what, what is my attitude towards this particular uh, situation? situation. Mm -hmm. And speaking of attitude, it's a great point that you brought up. Let's talk about entrepreneurship and the attitude change, the mindfulness through your own experience adjustments that you have had to go through with all of the, you know, ups and downs that um, entrepreneurship brings. Oh, wow. Okay. So I, you know, what's so interesting is that I can talk about, I mean, if you asked me the same question a year ago, I may have had a different answer for you. If you asked me the same question a couple of years ago, I would have had a different answer for you because that's how, that's entrepreneurship in itself. Mm -hmm. Our experiences are always different, right? Um, you know, for me, starting off, I knew that I was supposed to do great things and I wanted to be the boss and I wanted to be able to be creative and do things my own way. And the only way that you get to really truly do that is when you are an entrepreneur, right? Where you can create your own path and your own ways of doing things. The problem was for me, 
mentally, I didn't know how to shift from, from into that world. I knew what I wanted, but I didn't know how to shift into that world, which means that I there was a lot that I needed to be able to do. One, being able to really have know that no one else is going to push me to that goal. No matter what. No one else is going to make me get there because it's mine, right? So having to, you know, if you think about college, I'm going to refer to still like college, right? You graduate high school. All through high school, you have someone telling you what to do, when to do it, what time to get up, have to be at school at a certain time, you leave at a certain time, you had homework, you had to complete it. Parents were involved. Teachers were involved. Everyone was literally grabbing you and pushing you through high school. You get into college. You're kind of up to do whatever, whatever feels right to you, right? And if you don't have the right mindset, you're going to do the bare minimum. You possibly could fell out because the freedom is what really just drives you to go into another direction. But if you have the discipline that you were able to build or keep the discipline that you had in high school, then you're able to stay on the, the, the straight and narrow without that extra support. So when you think about entrepreneurship, it's similar to going into college. Like you, you really don't have anybody telling you you must. You may have some guidance. You may have some coaches. You may have some other people saying you should go in this direction, but it's really going to take discipline to do the things that you need to do for yourself to see yourself be successful in what you're doing, right? So that was something I had to really learn. Like, where am I? I can't do it unless I'm doing it. You know, I can't make it happen unless I'm making it happen. The other side of it for me was being able to connect, knowing that this was a part of me or the level of success that I'm looking for is not something that has been surrounding me so you know if you think about and I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak a little bit about success and what levels of success and, and unconsciously holding ourselves back okay which happens with entrepreneurs again it's a mindset shift as well exactly exactly so you know imagine if you've been told you know listen is you're gonna have a picket fence house, right? And you're, you're supposed to have children and you are going to, you know, listen, you're aiming to at least make six figures and that should yield a comfortable life for you. You All you need to do is become a doctor or this or that and you're going to be fine, right? Anyone else that's doing it, I mean, celebrities, yeah, they're there, but they're not that happy, you know? They have issues too. So, you know, and, and unconsciously you start to think, that anyone who is not comfortable with having the basics, so there's something wrong with them or they're you know, really fighting for something that's unnecessary. And also on the flip side of that, you know, when it comes to finances and money and things like that, you should be, you should be content with what you've been blessed with if it's a six-figure or whatever it may be, or if you're at this level of your career and success with at, you know, working for a particular company. And subconsciously, when you get ready to get to that level and you're going to do things that's going to take you above and beyond what is around you, take you out of from being someone's uh, employee to now being your own CEO and hitting levels of financial success that you can only imagine, you may self-sabotage, not even realizing, because in the back of your mind, you're constantly thinking, I should be happy with what I Remember, celebrities and people who have a lot of money, they're not that happy. So we start relating things to what we've learned, right? And that was a part of me as well. I didn't realize that a lot of the things that what levels of success I'm looking for, no one else 
really has achieved that around me as far as financial or even, you know, the big scale that I'm looking to be on, right? Well, that I'm on my way to right now. So I should be okay with what's happening. I should be okay with just having this. I should be okay with that because I may not be that happy when I achieve all those goals. For me, was heavy to have to process and say, that is a self-sabotaging thought process. And I think it's, you brought so many excellent gem points, but the point that we all have those beliefs, whatever they are, whether they are related to a financial set point or to a profession that you're doing, right? Like for me, it was like, I had to be in academics and have the successful corporate job. And now suddenly it's Pilates, like who goes from finance to Pilates, right? right. And it's, it does make you pause and think, and then you hear the words of those around you, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And, and as humans, we, we already have those fears. We don't need anybody else to reinforce them, right? We got those. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I think they, and that's the importance of a growth mindset. And I think to be a successful entrepreneur, you do have to grow mentally. You cannot stay stagnant mentally. Entrepreneurship requires mindset growth. There's no way around it. The other two points that you made and that I love are you brought up personal responsibility. I have a friend who made a comment. She said, well, all that coaching, I do a lot of coaching for myself, right? She's like, it doesn't really work. And I said, "Mm, well, it works if you do the work, but if you just go attend, you know, personal growth seminars and you don't do any of the work and then you say, well, that was not a good coach. That's not on the coach. That's on me because I didn't do what I was supposed to do that, which leads us to action, right? You have to take action. Then the other great point you made is discipline. You have to be disciplined because we all have those days when something doesn't go the way we want it to go. So you're like, well, party pooper I'm just gonna go have a self-pity party and right because they feel good those self-pity parties feel real good (laughs) (laughs) and that's okay right it's okay to have that pint of ice cream once in a while but you have to have the discipline to raise yourself up and keep going even when it's uncomfortable even when things are not going your way even when there are financial challenges, family challenges, you know, people in your family not agreeing with it, whatever your case is. Mm-hmm. So I think these are all fantastic points that you bring up that I honestly don't think there's any entrepreneur out there who probably hasn't experienced any of those. That's right. We, we, do. we don't talk about them often, but they're there, you know. And, you know, I think that once you can get to a point where you understand what's necessary, that formula that's necessary to keep going, that's where we start to thrive. You know, we're going to always have challenges, no matter what. There's always going to be something that doesn't quite work out. We're going to have emotions that we just need to own. We just need to feel. We need to experience. And we need to learn how to work through them. That's going to be a part of it for us entrepreneurs. You know, there's going to be tears. There's going to be happiness. There's going to be highs. There's going to be lows. But the key is that we own them and that we're happy with them, right? That we find a way to be comfortable with the uncomfortable and we figure out how to get to those next levels because that's what we're made to do. We're, we're, I, I think you would agree with me. We're not satisfied until we're hitting those goals and trying to you know, uh, achieve that certain level of success that we know exists. I think you nailed it when you said, you know, you don't want to be comfortable. You get to the point where you get comfortable and you're like, something is wrong like why am I so comfortable this should not feel this way it's almost the adrenaline rush of the uncomfortable right what what can I get myself into that's uncomfortable right 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 that's where growth is 
Correct. Correct. It is when, when you're uncomfortable. You know, as human beings, we thrive to find comfort. That's what we do. So, you know, it's easy for us to fall back into things that make us comfortable. It's harder for us to stay on the challenge of growth. And growth requires us to be uncomfortable, like you said. So, yes, definitely. Speaking of growth, you have put yourself out there in a big way lately. So can we just touch up on that and tell us what does it take to follow your dream? To really go after something that you don't want. And, you know, I ask you that because I think there is so much preciousness into being vulnerable mm -hmm. I think it almost gives people other people permission to say wow she is feeling that way so it's okay to feel that way when I'm going after something big that I've always wanted to do that's right you know it's it's similar to when I'm coaching a leader um and we're talking about getting to the point of sharing right and you know you're like oh, okay we want them to share we want our employees to share with us but I'm like no we want we want to be able to share. We want to be able to be vulnerable and be able to talk about those things that are challenging and talk about the things that they you've experienced even at their level um, because that humanizes you, number one. And also there's a connection and trust that's built there, right? So, you know, for me, open, uh, you know, having Refresh with Dana show allows me to be vulnerable, right? To connect with audience and also bring on other entrepreneurs who have the ability to really show their true selves and, their, and how what they're doing, their services, their products are transforming lives and making a huge difference. And it takes a vulnerability to do that, to sit in front of, you know, millions of people and talk about yourself. Not only talk about what you what you have, but talk about your journey and your struggles, you know? So, you know, you're absolutely correct. Around that growth, I'm pushing myself to be out there, but more importantly, so that I can have a platform for people to be vulnerable and, you know, really connect with an audience that can really use their help. Yeah. And once again, you make an excellent point when you said, um, I think it's so easy to see other people's success. But what we don't see frequently is the journey that took to that success. I heard this saying, I don't know if I have shared it with you. Somebody says it took me 50 years to become an overnight success <laughs> because that's what people see. But we know what it takes behind the scenes. That's right. That success, right? So exactly. <laughs> again, I'm sorry. I said, it's not always pretty, you know, it's not always pretty, but it's worth it. And it, you know, um, to be able to set realistic expectations of what this journey really is. And, and that really, people are gonna buy that. They're gonna buy the emotional piece of what you're offering. They're gonna buy the part of, of them that they, they weren't that easily connecting to before hearing what you had to say. They're gonna buy the purpose of your service and your product, you know? And it's not, even, of course, there's several people that are doing certain things, but you being able to connect to them on a different level, on the soul level, on the cellular level, um, is what really makes the magic. So, you know, that I love that you brought up vulnerability because that is key to any entrepreneur or any leader, really, too, you know, yeah. being able to be real. Yeah, I think that, and also you bring up a great point and a point of truly creating genuine relationships, right? right? Which have depth and substance, which is what I would say our relationship, right? It's not superficial. How are you doing fine? It's What's on your heart today? How's your soul feeling? You know, we have right. those deep conversations, which I love. 
And right. you said the third word, we're going to go back to the words, uh -huh. you said spicy, which uh -huh. I love. I think that's so you, spicy is the perfect word for you. And connect that to, well, I'm connecting it to it. Maybe I shouldn't have told you that, but what's your <laughs> definition of rebellious? Mm -hmm. So I think that when you think about being rebellious, it's exactly that. You know, I am going to respectfully do what I want to do. <laughs> I am going to be able to make my way, um, which may go against your way, may go against your rules, may not be the norm. For instance, you'll always see me in a bright red, long nails and blonde hair or some form of blonde because that's my thing, right? It may not be exactly the, the dress code in certain areas, but that's what makes me Dana. That is what it is, you know? So no, I'm not cutting my nails down lower. They will be as long as they are. <laughs> no, I won't be taking off this nice, hot spicy red it will be hot and spicy throughout the whole conversation you know so those are the things that you know when I think about myself as being spicy and, and really being a rebel it's about really being my authentic self and bringing who I truly am in front of the camera in front of the people in front of those who uh, use my services that's what's important to me you're going to get who I am and it may be a little spicy for you, but you'll get used to it. It's fine. <laughs> or you want, and then you know you're not the right person for me, right? <laughs> and you know, it's really, you know, I um, I read a book. It's called, I can't tell you who the author is, but it talks about being, um, you are the mountain. I don't know if you've heard of this. Oh, book. yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm reading that book right now. Oh, I don't know who the author is yet. Oh, my God. That is too funny. Super connected. And um, there's one area where, where um, the author is talking about really truly being like a professional, right? And really being able to um, be okay with people not liking you, <laughs> that it is not about your attitude and or you doing things that are that people don't like. It's just you're gonna have people who just don't like you. And, and that's okay. fine. That is okay. Yes. Problem is, is when you're dwelling and trying to people please and trying to do those things. So, you know, we're talking about being a rebel. It's it's okay with people not liking you, not liking your ways, not liking, you know, how you go about doing things. But respectfully, I will continue. Yeah, <laughs> I will continue to be spicy. I will continue to be these things that make me me and being our, you're showing up as your most authentic self is key. And tell me if you agree with this, isn't it so much more empowering and liberating and free to be who you are rather than try to fit in a box that you don't belong in? That's right. Because then you don't worry about what other people are thinking, what yes. they see, what they're going to think, what they're going to, you know, how are they going to judge you? Are they going to accept you? It's th those type of stressors that really truly bring on anxiety. It's just not, it's not there. It's not there. Yeah. It feels really good. You know, we got enough going on. I can eliminate that. Wonderful. <laughs> One thing off the list. Exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly. Well, Dana, it is so fun. I know we can keep, we can talk for hours. We know that. <laughs> we had to be very intentional with this um, episode recording and say we're not going to talk before the episode recording. Right, right. Because listen, audience, I'm telling you right now, we can go on and on. We have our own sitcom, right? Well, yes, we do. <laughs> One day. <laughs> Dana, where can people find you um, online? Where can they follow your journey, watch your show? 
So you can actually, um, I'll tell you, you can find out more information about me, go to danadavis.tv. You'll be able to get a generalize of what I offer, a little bit about me and my history, you know, set up for consultations, all of that fun stuff. However, if you want to be able to watch um, Dana, well, I won't forget my own name, my own show, Refresh with Dana show. <laughs> then you can actually go to zondratv.com. That is, um, it's available free there to stream on that particular network. Or if you have Apple TV, Roku, or um, Amazon Fire Stick, or any like of the app-enabled televisions, you can download the Zondra TV app. And on that app, you'll be able to watch all of the episodes as well. So it is streaming. It is up now. So if you are watching right now, I just expect, just grab your phone right now and just go ahead and, and get going, okay? Let me know. Hopefully you guys really enjoyed. I think we're going to see a very special person up there as well. <laughs> and I do have to say, so I was, I was one of the privileged guests. Thank you for that invite. You know, that means a lot. But I do have to say, I watched all of the episodes and there is so much great information and so much inspiration and motivation and like I've told you before it was wonderful to see you shine your bright energy and to see authentic you on screen that was I think the most empowering thing for me so thank you for your time with us today Dana uh, you're awesome I wish you continued success and I hope you guys are inspired and fired up after this conversation make it a rebellious day and we'll see you next time bye can't get enough of those rebellious conversations? Do make sure you subscribe, like, and share with your friends.